Uh, welcome to this week's episode of Two Average Ordinary Guys. How's it going, Scott? I am excited to be here today because we have a guest, a special guest. Be a third? Who this is? <laughs> Wait, hold on. <laughs> I think I think you're out of bounds, Scott. <laughs> this is how we're gonna get started with this. Usually, all right, our first black guest. <laughs> <laughs> this is this is it. This is the content, guys. I'm Anthony. Thanks, John, for having me on. Scott's already. You're welcome. <laughs> it's a hot week. Yes. The world is on fire, figuratively and literally. It is. Yeah. Uh, we, we're not going to get into too much of that here today, but Scott coming in hot. I tried. <laughs> yeah. I tried. <laughs> social commentary. I appreciate it. Uh, I'm, I'm literally sweating, guys. You cannot I, see this. I, uh, me too. Me too. <laughs> I can turn the air down. <laughs> no, no, you're good. You're good. good. You're but good. you will uh, certainly be sweating after we play this game. What, what are we playing? This week called the Misery Index. Oh, We've been, so um, bad at this game. Goofing around with this. I don't know if you are you familiar with this game. I am not. Okay, so here's how it works. There is um, something on this card. It is something that could happen to you okay and there's a number from one to a hundred one being the least miserable and 100 being the most miserable i think that's subjective that it is that's why the game's fun but they've had they had some (laughs) shrinks go in and put numbers on these cards they've agreed upon it and they've said this is the misery index of this situation okay so and it's judged off of um physical pain emotional trauma and the long-term psychological impact that this scenario would have on you okay i have picked out four cards you guys are going to play head to head and you're going to see who comes closest to guessing what the correct number is on the misery index okay do we understand that kind of like last week so last week so like a guessing game on just what the scale is uh yes where it would fall on the scale but you could also obviously it's going to pertain to you because you're you know Uh, yeah it's subjective subjective all right here we go but here's the first one okay this is a might be a softball might be a hardball we don't know you get a disastrous haircut uh i got dreadlocks for 12 years uh 89 misery (laughs) that's terrible (laughs) i am my hair i don't want to be india re but i have dreadlocks for 12 years if i get a haircut i look like I'll be sure under here. <laughs> so you would find no humor in that if somebody. Hell no. Okay. <laughs> Hell no. Put the scissors away, John. That's right. All right. What about you? Bad John? haircut? Yeah. He's going 80. He's going all the way up to the yeah. top because this is his. I'm a black man in America. We are defined by our hair sometimes. Okay. So a bad haircut for me, I can't show my face for a week. John could pass. 26. <laughs> 26. Wow. So that's that's pretty high too. Uh, you guys would be. Um, Pretty blown away to know that this ranks 11.5 wow. well, on the misery index. Did the shrinks actually care about what they look like? <laughs> None of the shrinks. We are handsome we're, we're men, black John too, by and the way, I. I must okay, say. I will have you know That's right. that we actually give a crap about how we look. I do feel bad, though, because last week, I believe I said that if my neighbor died, I was at a seven. Yeah, you gave it a seven. <laughs> Heartless. His hair, do you his check hair. in on that neighbor? He's just like next door. Yeah. Like if well, you heard well, about it, yeah, well, you'd be like, oh, that's. I, so I do nice. have to make a correction from last week because when Go Brian ahead. and I were talking about it, it was yeah. like just it said neighbor and it said closest is what we were debating. But when I went back and listened 
to the podcast, it was the closest to your heart. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So, so that would be much higher for me because I have neighbors that I don't even know. Okay, so I'll let you read. So your closest it. neighbor, because like if I lived in an apartment <laughs> yeah. and the one that's wearing con- concrete chanclas upstairs, yeah, I'm not going to feel bad. <laughs> exactly. <for her. laughs> yeah, like there's, I have neighbors. I don't know who they are. Yeah. But, but like my, but there's neighbors that I actually really like a lot. So I just, I wanted to but say. But like that. my grandparents live next door. So yeah. I would. That would be a hundred for me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah for sure. I, I mean, and I did infer that it was the closest to your heart. You That's did. how I read it. I read it literally to me. You to did. you, you thought it was distance. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And so did Brian. That's we right. Both, we both misinterpreted what you said. So, so what happens know. when you like live in the country? Yeah, my closest neighbor who lives like <laughs> two county roads down. down. <laughs> you're like, did you even get it? You found out via snail mail, right? right? It wasn't even like a Facebook message, <laughs> no Instagram. You just DM. noticed they didn't cut their grass, <laughs> right? It was like it's coming in kind of high. You called the cops, and the cops found them. And then you're like, oh, uh-huh. oh. exactly. <laughs> Next one, boys. Here it goes. Well, what was it? It was. It was. Uh, oh, it was eleven d five. It was eleven point five. All right. John got the point on that one. Okay. All right. This could be. Uh, this could be a bad one, but uh, you take a DNA test. Uh-huh. There's a knocking all around right now. Right. You know, but you find out your dad's not your dad. Yeah. Oh. Uh, Where are you putting that? This is actually too real for me. A little bit of my story. This actually happened. I am so sorry to open that wound. Way to go, Scott. Um, I know. I am failing miserably. This is actually happening. Welcome to the Anthony and Jonathan podcast. <laughs> Scott's fired. My beard's uh, in the dust. He didn't vet his uh, guest. He didn't know about his guest daddy issues. So now bad. I'm a whole freaking trigger. Okay, uh, so tell us. Do tell. Oh, man. Uh, not, not going into all of it. I think I even told you this one day. I was like, it's a story oh you would God. hear and it would be over bourbon. Right. Not you, over microphones. Not, or or M43s brought to you by New Orthodox. That is not a hashtag ad. So uh, it's an actual story, you know, oh, uh, the, the Cliff Notes version without air and all my dirty laundry and stuff. Um, I was 11 when I found out and I was dropped like a bad habit. So uh, I actually set out on a journey as a father myself to a nine year old boy to show what it would be to have a consistent male figure in your life because I got passed around quite a bit. So in a term of one to 100 on the misery index for me, solid 80. No matter what my answer is, I feel like I lose. Yeah. <laughs> I, I think we all lose, John. <laughs> this got real dark real fast. He pulled my one card. I'm going to concede the point. I'm going to go one. <laughs> okay. So no, no, now, like my, re- under- my, my real answer, though, would probably be in the 80 round. Range. Yeah, because that, I mean, that is, that is still it's, all, it's always going to be devastating. It is. You know, and especially like, again, for me, I had years, you know, and then I, but even then, I, I think finding out actually wasn't as bad mm-hmm. because um, my then parents <laughs> were actually split at the time. Right. So really, we were actually already separated. So it wasn't too much of a big deal. It was actually the snowball that comes afterwards. Okay. That, okay. you know, identity issues. Who am I? You know, so um, Anthony, that's actually where the name came from. I actually changed my uh, my middle and last name back to my mom's maiden. My grandfather only had girls. So okay. the last name was done. Gotcha. So, so you're, you're living it on. Yeah. So I'm awesome. living it on. And I did that because I had a boy who's got that same name. So I did my job. That's right. You were an eight. Shouts said, out to my granddad. You said 80. Yeah, I said 80. He's right on the button. 80. Damn. Wow. 80. So well, you, could, you couldn't have won anyways, John. <laughs> I couldn't have. You couldn't have. Yeah, which is awesome. That's well, nice. I'm going to throw this other dad card in the trash here. Hold on a second. 
<laughs> so moms. <laughs> I dare not. Uh, let's uh, hope for something like an earthquake. No, oh, here we got struck by lightning. Struck by lightning. You're struck by lightning. How, say, how bad? Did it say death? Struck by lightning. Just struck by lightning. I think you survive. You survive. Have you, you ever seen the pictures of a guy that gets struck by yeah. lightning? Like the, the black, like the veins. Like it looks like some like straight out of like Marvel's Imperfects, man. Yikers. This yeah, could that's, be. A, that's a deep comic book reference for you nerds out there. Um, Which we know nothing about, too. But <laughs> yeah. Nothing about. Right. What do you uh, got? Shoot. You struck on, by lightning. You want on this one? You this want is, to go first. You got an experience. Do you got a backstory? Do you got I, an origin one, story? This one time when I, no, I don't. I would never been struck by any. Um, no, <laughs> one time in band camp. <laughs> one time in band camp. I, no, uh, I pulled my flute up and um, <laughs> that, that was your go-to instrument. That was you. Did you actually play the flute, Joe? I did not. I played the the upright bass in orchestra. Okay, see, I know you got some more swag than to say I'm a flautist. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was a piccolo guy. Oh, uh, so no, you had a tiny flute. No, um, title of my sex tape. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna go probably like. Like probably, like you didn't die, right? No, so this doesn't say you died. No, because it yeah, ha- would have to cause the ongoing trauma, right? Right. The, or uh, like you wouldn't be able to scale it on the misery index because you're dead. Correct. Say like eighty nine. Wow. Hmm. Sixty two. Sixty two. You can come back from this quickly, huh? Yeah. Ninety. Three. Golly. Wow. I'm just imagining like it would just be so bad. It would be like, bow, done and over with. Like you wouldn't know the physical anguish. Maybe unless, you there's, know, the my, stuff afterwards. My guess is there's continued physical anguish. And then there's probably a lot of like questioning yourself. Like why, like one out of how many people get struck by lightning. So yeah, why was shoot. I the one out of every so many people? And especially Psych- if they had like some sort of neurosis already. Oh, man. Then it's just, they're done. So here I am. It was like one, like a whole like mutant origin story or something. Like well, I, think, I become like Dr. Manhattan. I think in real life, either one of us would probably spin this toward like like money making somehow. We'd be like, hey, look, this guy that's struck by lightning. Yeah, I'm, start- I'm charging os- through osmosis that's iPhone right. 11s. Exactly. <laughs> Come on <laughs> My in. My hair is like all in tendrils. But then I, I was like- trying to think like what, like if, if these like psychiatrists <laughs> or whatever, they're probably like, like talk to real people. That are yeah, like real like- people now with like hopes and dreams. <laughs> so, uh, so um, what did we have? John yeah. won all of them except, yeah, uh, the, got- the, except the one. <laughs> the, the one. <laughs> <laughs> that we will never talk about ever again. I'm so sorry to bring this down to Chinatown. This too. Oh, man. I feel so bad. Oh, man. All right. Well, I think we're going to take a quick break. We're going to come back. We're going to talk wrestling. Let's do that. All right. All right. There was a day like me. There was a day like me. All right, and we're back. So uh, we really talk about wrestling. Yes, wrestling, wrestling, wrestling. All right. So as you guys may or may not know, I'm uh, not an expert in this topic. So no, yeah, no, pretty boy John, not into the fisticuffs and wrestling with the homies. Wrestling, yeah, yeah. When when I was when I was, my friends were into it, and I I wasn't into it. And I mentioned it to my dad that people liked wrestling. My my dad was a volunteer fireman, and I remember him being like. 
well, we had the wrestling guys come into the volunteer fire and, and basically they had like razor blades in their fingers and they just cut themselves and it was, it's all fake. It's, it's BS. And then like from then on, I'm like, yeah, wrestling's BS. So, wow. uh, so dad ruined the dream. All right. So this, this is the, the little bit of the soapbox that I get on yep. and it's not that it's fake. It's, it's choreographed. Mm-hmm. It's predetermined, mm-hmm. but people are really in there getting slammed around they are. and it, it, getting it really jacked hurts. up. Okay. Like, all right. Yeah. They got razor blades in their hands and they cut their foreheads and stuff. Yeah. The dude still got a cut on his forehead and right. is expected to go the whole show getting beat on it. Yep, okay. Yep, yep. So then you kind of get into this, some of this indie stuff, you know, cheese graters and stuff, but I yeah. digress. Ooh, wow, yeah. That sounds awful. Yeah. Yeah. Now that stuff is the stupid stuff. That's the stuff I can't really get behind, but I love the art form. Yeah. Yeah. Um, well, this is a little known fact that not tons of people know, but I was in attendance at WrestleMania three. Whoa. Which is like the cream de la creme of wrestling. You age like wine. <laughs> Wait, you were at WrestleMania three? Yeah. What? Oh, yeah. man, I know some people that age like hot milk on a summer day. Okay. <laughs> yep. Yeah, You're I, doing good, dude. You're I was there. Um, I got to see my favorite wrestler, which was Rowdy Roddy Piper. Hmm. Loved him. He was my favorite. But also at that uh, at that um, at that uh, match or event, you had Hulk Hogan, Andre the Giant, King Kong Bundy, um, Hillbilly Jim. I yeah. think the JYD, um, a Brutus Beefcake, who became Brutus the Barber Beefcake. There, uh, Randy Macho Man Savage, Jimmy, uh, St- or no Steamboat, Ricky the Dragon Steamboat, Ricky, yep, yep. which was a great fight. The Intercontinental Belt. It was a great time. It was fantastic, and it also set the indoor record for most people. is 94,000-some people in the Pontiac Silverdome. Oh, the Silverdome. It was amazing. Yeah. So, like, I remember – I just remember this – like there, like back then, there was like a WWF and a WCW. Yes, that's yeah, right. that, yeah, that's that was right. the nineties, eighties, nineties. Yeah. So there was like the two. It was basically like the American League and the National League, or was it like two separate leagues that hated each you other? You can explain that better. I'm, I'm well, never, never sure. Well, it wasn't like two. It wasn't like two brands that like hated each other, but uh, you had uh, the Worldwide Wrestling Federation, and then you had like WWF, which was just World Wrestling Federation. They were always same entity. They were going into like you know rebranding and things like that. Uh, of course, you had uh, TV wars, and that's what you know the Monday Night Wars were. So TNT was just a competitor. I really, really, really won't say like they hated each other, but you know, there's uh, you have what are called territories. Uh, so everybody kind of like have like a little section. You know, Indiana is actually very big. Ohio, believe it or not, uh, the slack that Ohio gets. Uh, Ohio is actually like one of the wrestling capitals of the of the country. Uh, Dayton specifically. Hmm. Um, <clears throat> excuse me. Um, very common in like the Georgias, Mississippi's like those were like big but they more like shared like a broad spread. So uh, but when it came to television, though, those were the two. OK, uh, nobody was getting out there like that. They all still had developmental territories is where you call them or for like your young upstarts, the, okay. the independent shows that, you know, were taking place in gymnasiums and stuff. But yeah, it was WWE, uh, wherever they were being televised at the time. But uh, WCW was always known as that TNT brand. Okay. And then, uh, so it was like, what was it? The, uh, was, was it like tag team or WCW or W? No, no. well, they had, they, they had a, uh, 
So what I what a lot of people remember TNT, uh, not TNT, but uh, WCW on TNT for being known for was they were actually a little bit more flashy. And it's because they had to be. Yeah. Um, this was WWE has already been established for decades. And at the time, yeah. it was WWF. WWF. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, so like this was like the days of like in your house. Yeah. Uh, WrestleMania is one through like eight. Yeah. Something um, like that. Yeah, so this was like before things were like big and elaborate. They didn't have to be because there wasn't any competition. Then here comes WCW with all of these uh, these young guys. They were all flashy. Is it like Legion they, of Doom, WCW? Uh, shoot. Boy. I know that they were acquired yeah. at one point. No, but I always like the think shoulder that. Shoulder pads or whatever. No, no, the Road all, Warriors. Yeah, Road Warriors. Yeah, they were always. Uh, WCW. They, they, no, they were always WWE. They were. I think so, yeah. Holy okay. shit. No, I was going to say, I'm not a historian too much because I didn't really get into it too much until like the mid-2000s and later. Uh, I just knew of things. And of course, like you think, you know, with my interest in it that I would go back. Yeah. But man, it's so like there's so much content to go back. It's like, where do you start? So really what I did was I be uh, I kind of got into like certain uh, wrestlers, certain performers, and then went back and watched that old stuff and kind of started put, putting like two and two together. But uh, WCW was known for uh, tag teams in the cruiserweights. Okay. Uh, cruiserweights were like the the small guys, the high flying guys. This was your Lucha Libre, your flips, your masks, mm-hmm. your yeah. mystique, you know, yeah. literally the chair man, which yeah, yeah. <laughs> he yeah. comes out with a steel yeah, chair, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know. Uh, it was great. Um, but that's what they were known for. They had to bring uh, some of that flash because they gotcha. were trying to be seen so you're uh, you're very into uh wrestling and the art form of it um john mentioned that his uh father kind of spoiled the the mystery around wrestling that it's it's predetermined yeah my great uncle did the same thing to me and i have to say it was a worse fate than finding out that santa claus wasn't real oh. like i couldn't believe it when santa's, I, santa's not real oh shit uh, <laughs> how many do kids listen to this <laughs> dang it um can we we can edit that? Yeah, we can. But you see what I'm Spoiler saying. Spoiler alert. <laughs> um, so, at what point did you find that out, and when did you come to like grips with that and say, oh, "I still love it"? Um, all right. So, fun fact about me: I was a big ass nerd until uh, still today. Uh, nothing. <laughs> I'm, I, I'm. I get very uh, invested uh, in my characters and TV shows and yeah. stuff. So back in when again I got into this, it was about circa 2003, uh, 2004. Uh, when I got into it, I was watching it and, you know, it's great. And then I tell other friends and, you know, I'm coming into high school, a freshman. This is the first time I actually like, lived in Ohio in years, like over a decade. So I have no friends. I'm just this gangly, lanky, funny built looking kid. And now you found out that I like wrestling. Oh, here it goes. I start getting <laughs> roasted, right? You know, it's fake, right? No, it's not. <laughs> really? That was you? You know, it's not. You see him, he's bleeding there. Yeah. JBL versus Eddie Guerrero, <laughs> Judgment Day 2004. Dude, like that's, that match has to be shown in black and white now. There was so much blood in it. Tell me that, that it's fake. <laughs> Dudley boys are going through tables. Kane is chokeslamming dudes through tables mm. that are lit on fire mankind undertaker being thrown off hell in the cell to a table like i've watched you know we've seen a whole bunch of stuff so this was during like you know this is the attitude era this is the stuff that where uh it was it was pushing uh that that it was that suspension of disbelief so even when i did find out that it was i'm like how fake is it 
So now we're trying to like redefine the word fake. Mm -hmm. So I've been a part of like independent shows, getting them booked, knowing what the finish was. But as I was filming these shows, I have to show it in a way where we're still suspending disbelief. So it is predetermined. It's not fake. You know, these guys are still yeah. getting slammed. These guys are still getting cut. You know, these guys are still breaking orbital sockets in the eyes. You know, I one of uh, oh. what, what is this? This is 2020. Like, I think it was like 20 late 2017, 2018. There's you know, there's a guy. His name is Antonio Cesaro. He goes for like this dive into the the turnbuckle. And I think it was a match and it was a guy in it. It was Dean Ambrose. I think he was dodging. Uh, the move, but you go and slap the turnbuckle to like make the noise that you made the impact, right? That's the fake. You want to know what the real of that was? The real was that he missed and shoved his teeth back into his gums. Oh my God. He had to have reconstructive surgery and wore braces and a mouth guard for a year and a half. He's just now starting to kind of get back into like talking positions and stuff. He still performed really yeah. well, yeah. but they kept him off of the mic because he sounded like that gopher from Winnie the Pooh. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> he was like, he whistled every other word so that we're redefining the word fake. It's not fake. Yeah. Okay. It's not fake. Yeah. It's I just mean, predetermined. I, I did kind of the, the melodrama or the drama to, to it. I like the storylines. I used to love the storylines. Um, one of the best storylines they had was back in the day. I think, Probably around in the two, early two thousands with the the New World Order, yeah, the, the NWO, yeah, that was yeah, a great, yeah, was was great, great storyline, and it had uh, turned a lot of the uh, hero wrestlers heel. Yep, um, Hulk Hogan being the, yeah. the main shocker. This when that. he went like he had like the word wore the black shirt. Yeah, he was right. what yeah. was his name? Uh, Hollywood, Hollywood, Hollywood. He went Hollywood. That was uh, that was uh, during my my test when I go, hey yo, to get started. That's Razor Ramon. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so that's Scott Hall yeah. and Kevin Nash and Hulk Hogan. Yeah, all these big faces. This is when Eric Bischoff acquired him in WCW. Okay. So you had to get those TV ratings. You had to get that pop. And how were you going to do that? Turn everybody that was the face of WWE into a bad guy. It was genius. It was. And that's really what it's all about. Like, yes, it's fake. But then you know what my counter argument to that is? Everything else you watch is too. Your reality TV, Mm -hmm. you're keeping up with the Kardashians, your flavor of loves, your your bachelors, you know, like yeah, all your reality shows. I watch the credits, and guess what? There's this is writers. Yeah, Yeah. I'm like, what the hell? What are these doing? There's like sixty people in the credits, not the twenty that are actually on the show. Because I guarantee you, if there's no writers in Flavor of Love, you're not watching it. (laughs) (laughs) So so that that was my thing about. So that's what I I like. If I got into into wrestling. like, of course, I know the Undertaker didn't die, yeah. <laughs> but it's the story of a dude like what happened if he did? Right. By golly, <laughs> that, I mean, because uh, one of one of the one of the the attacks that always comes in is that wrestling is just male soap operas. Mm. Well, like, isn't James Bond as well? Yeah, right. You know, I mean, it, it was a guys like mo- stories too. Right, so like, let's look at it. The Marvel Cinematic Universe. Those aren't movies. Those are episodes. That's yeah. right. If you, soap operas. <laughs> every movie tied into one another. That's why I really couldn't get into it. I yeah. missed one movie. I felt like I missed the whole thing. Yeah, like, we talked happened? about this a couple weeks ago. We like, I, I'm kind of like, I've never been a Marvel guy. I think that they're brilliant from a marketing perspective, but from a story perspective, like, whatever. It's uh, There's so much to, once you've, a fall behind on something like that it's hard to get back on board because you know oh i gotta watch 20 
movies but that's to the catch great up. thing about wrestling because they kind of talk about the same things over and over and kind of beat it into you that if you miss like three four weeks oh just watch an episode or two boom you're yeah, back right back in there you're, yep. you're back because the characters are they're still mildly the same or you're just like oh how the heck did my good guy three weeks ago turn into the bad guy? And then you watch like the pay-per-view, you look up the news or whatever. Right. And then you're just like, okay, now I'm back in my suspension to disbelief. I'm back into my characters right, again. Right. I'm back into my investment and it's real again. Right, and, right. and as far as marketing goes, uh, correct me if I'm wrong here, but doesn't the kind of the, the weekly bouts and things they build towards these big events, these big pay-per-view events. Yeah. And then it all culminates. The story all culminates there. Yeah. Finally, these two guys get to, you know, fight it out. Because you got to sell tickets, you got to sell seats, you got to sell pay-per-views. So that kind of is what bites about, like, uh, keeping it real, suspending that disbelief is, you know, yeah, you watched your show last week and, you know, on the next episode of Dragon Ball Z, you know, Freeze has been charging up. (laughs) I'm charging up this ball for five episodes. and She said it was going to blow up in five minutes. But these episodes are 23 minutes apiece. (laughs) But I got to tune in next week to still find out if this is going to blow up or not. <laughs> so what's going to happen? But when it happens in wrestling, though, you kind of get that it's all about that payoff because there is no like off season for right. it either. And that's, you know, and that's a double edged sword in its way. It's like, you know, your your season finale culminates in May. And now you're not going to get a show again until October. There's no days off on this stuff. So yeah. they have to stretch it out a little bit. But I mean, at the end of the day, the action is all the same. It's yeah. fun to look at. You know, these are real people doing real things. They're real athletes. They're yeah, real on athletes. TV. Are, yeah. Like, look at them. Like, they, you know, that's not a puffer suit. That's not airbrushing. Right. There's no, there's no uh, production value put into their bodies. That's right. their job. Right. So it is very real. So is, you know, give is, their yeah. guys their due. Let's uh, take a quick break. On the other side of this break, we're going to talk about uh, who our favorite wrestlers were. Okay. All cool. right. So we'll be right back. So favorite wrestlers uh, from history it can be all the way back. Or it can Let's be go with you, John. Do you know it? Do you have any names that come to mind, Mister? Yeah, so, I, I didn't grow up. On so this. not growing up on wrestling, and most most of my experience has been with like the uh, the wrestling buddies. Remember those little like a buddy of mine's brother, oh, yeah, brother like had the, like the, the plush little doll yeah, things. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. And we'd always make fun of what him a time. for having those. Yeah. So so, anyways, I would I would say I'm I'm gonna name three. Three of your favorite wrestling buddies? Or just three of the ones you can remember? <laughs> three of the ones that I can remember that I had some sort of an affinity toward. Okay. Right? okay. So one would be Buff Bagwell. Okay. Oh, so, so that's, so that's from your era. Yeah, I was going to say for, for somebody that's not a historian or anything, yeah. like you could go back into like, it. that's out of the $5 Walmart DVD, dude. <laughs> right. dude. Okay. I, I give him his due. He did his thing. But right. I, I didn't expect you to pull that Me one. Me neither. I was I'm <laughs> All right, flabbergasted. Sir. Yeah, two would be Under the Giant. Primarily because of uh, Princess Bride, my giant, Bride. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> my giant, yeah, <laughs> Princess Bride, yeah, because I, I liked him in that a lot. And then uh, the, the other one would probably be um, 
Macho Man Randy Savage because yeah. of the Slim Jim commercials. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, that's good. Yeah. Yeah. Cream so, of the crop. That would be my three, probably. <laughs> so, We're here on this podcast. I'm hanging with John and Scott. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, man. All right, you Scott. Scott I, you know, I'm WrestleMania mine three. Was, mine was uh, Rowdy Roddy Piper. And... um. Cup of coffee in the big time. I just didn't. I didn't. I, I loved all of them, but Rowdy Roddy Piper was my favorite. He was the, uh, the mouthy one. He was always just talking up a storm. Uh, he was in. Uh, I love John Carpenter. He was in uh, They Live in that movie. Yep. Um, so I was really excited to see that movie and see him. <laughs> kind of. Did you? You've seen that movie, right? It's been a long time. They fight in that movie and. Whoever was choreographing the fight was like, do your wrestling shit in there. You know what I mean? <laughs> so he's like suplexing the guy and oh, it was a great fight. Um, but maybe like um, like the uh, the the Iron Sheik. Okay. Oh, All right. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. very and, polarizing yeah. figure at the time. And, uh, Still a polarizing figure on Twitter. If you ever get bored, look up <laughs> oh, the yeah. Iron Sheik on, yeah, on yeah, social media. a lot of shit Holy on there. Holy crap, yeah. dude. He yeah. is a lit one. He's always on uh, Howard Stern. Yeah. See where we're going with this guy? Yeah. For those of you listening at home in your cars, I just said Iron Sheik is lit and he's on Howard Stern. <laughs> Say <right>. less. <laughs> uh, and I, you know, I don't know. I mean, um, you know, I would just go with probably Andre the Giant again. Yeah. I, I, everybody loves him. He yeah. seemed like a nice guy. And the, the stories that they tell about him are hilarious. How much he could drink. Do you ever hear the stories about how much you can I heard, drink? I heard the stories, but I'm thinking, like, are those more like, like legends? No, no, no. Myths? Like, cases, cases of beer he could drink. Somebody picked him up. I think it was uh, Jake the Snake. Remember Jake the Snake? Yeah, yeah. Trust picked me. A, at the time, he picked him up at the airport, and Andre asked him, um, hey, uh, stop. I want to get some beer. And he thought, okay, he's going to get some beer to take back to the hotel with him. So he gets two ca- to get me two cases. Got him two cases. Uh, Jake the Snake figures, I'll take get a six-pack for myself, drink on the way. That's the way they did it back then. Mm-hmm. He hears the the cans opening in the back over and over again. He's thinking, what the hell is this guy doing? He drank every single beer on the way to the airport. This is like a two-and-a-half-hour drive, to, uh, not to the airport, but back to the hotel. But he said the most cr- the craziest thing about it is he never pissed. He never asked. Big man. He well, never asked. Splatters like this is like like our three combined, right? Yeah, maybe. Uh, so you gotta love uh, stories like that. <laughs> legendary, legendary stories. Legendary. legendary. Okay, so now so bring then, it on. What so you then got? that kind of let, let me use that as a seg to go into not my number one, but like you know a number two Stone Cold Steve Austin. So he's back there having having Steve Weisers in the back of whatever sedan <laughs> Andre the Giant could fit into, yeah. and he's just crushing those. I'm pretty sure Stone Cold had to go a little bit more frequently. Yeah. He was crushing them, you know. So there's a guy. You know, that was like F the man. He was actually uh, a uh, uh, not like a first round pick, but like he was in that first wave of WCW before they actually came up. Yeah. Um, I forget what his actual ring name at the time was, but I think it still was just like Steve Austin. It's just it wasn't stone cold. He wasn't right. bald and badass. He was actually pretty <laughs> with like long 
compressed, <laughs> straight hair. Like it was, and he was blonde. I didn't know that. Yeah, this Stone Cold like was late a, 90s, right? Yeah, yeah. This is uh, late 80s. Late, late 80s, 80s, like mid 90s. I just remember him I, coming I have, up. I don't 90s. remember him from that. Yeah. So he was WCW? Nobody knows. Oh, nobody like, I knows, think huh? even he wants that buried. So if I end up dead tomorrow or That's something why. because of this, this is we'll it. Stone Cold Stone found Cold. me. I got stunned somewhere in the middle of Monclova. I'm not coming back <laughs> out. <laughs> so, um, but then goes into the first. My number one, actually, though, is the Undertaker. Okay. Oh, yeah, okay. Yeah. So scary, scary, but badass. Because Absolutely. I came in. So, like I said, I was hit and miss. Like I, there was things that I knew of, but I wasn't actually hip to until early uh, to mid two thousands. Whereas the Undertaker. Uh, I, I got like one of the, it was like the one time my mom got me a DVD because we couldn't get a lot of the pay per views. So you get the DVD with the anthology, the collections of of matches that you know they called like their top ten at the time. I got this twenty dollar Walmart DVD and I watched that thing front back and sideways. <laughs> uh, and it watching his stuff like in the nineties and watching it grow because I think it actually showed it in like anthology form. Like it was like disc one was early yeah. to disc three was like some of the latest stuff and. Uh, it was fantastic. Just a, a, an overall captivating character. So like when it kind of goes back to like what we were talking earlier, where the suspension of disbelief, it wasn't always about the reality of it. People who love to tell you it's fake now are actually obsessed with reality TV. And that's the irony of it. Right. Yeah. Uh, for me, it was like I love these more larger than life characters. You have them in uh, guys today like Finn Balor, who paints himself up himself actually and comes out as like this demon it's the music it's the the entrance it's the way that he get you you know it kind of gets you going before like you have those guys undertaker did that and all he did was walk slow for three and a half minutes <laughs> you think it was because he was out of shape and old no it was there was the mystique there was a story to it yeah it was fantastic undertaker top one of all time yeah now john are you <clears throat> familiar with the undertaker i am yeah he, he come out like a casket like face was painted more white right yeah, yeah. He, i think he was like had a little bit of like a little white makeup because he wasn't that pasty yeah, like, but he, like to con do with... concealed his face with the yeah. hat yeah, yeah had and, the hat and yeah. like something large with, duster was there like kane or something kane was his brother okay and then he got introduced i want to say in 98 okay that's uh so uh and then paul bear was like not his dad, but like that was his figure. That was I've like a, never Boy. been like I've never just watched wrestling, but I've always had friends who watched wrestling. So that I always had to be like peripherally involved or invested into wrestling enough to be able to show that I care. Yeah. So that's where like so I, I had to be able to just be like, Yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah, Kane. So wrestling's fake, but you're so was your energy behind it. <laughs> <laughs> he was more fake than the wrestling. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> but but yeah, that's so but that that's where the buff bag was, especially in like my high school to early college, it was like I you would you go to hang out on a Friday night, you know, you don't have you know, you're in between girlfriends or whatever, and you're just guys hanging out, and it's like, okay, you picked the last week, so now it's this guy's turn to do whatever, so we go watch wrestling at his house or whatever. Yeah. So you end up watching, and you're like, okay, I like this Buff Bagwell guy. Yeah. That's how. I, that, that's how. And that's how. Like, it's kind of like how I am with um real sports. It's yeah. like, hey, like, what's your favorite basketball team? I'm going to tell you the Boston Celtics, just because that's the team that I have kind of followed, and. Good choice. Like good choice. Yeah. I thought it was a safe choice, you know, yeah. not too good to where I'm sounding like I'm just following trends, but right. not too bad like the Nets where I'm going to get disrespected. I'm right, sorry. Yeah. We're, <laughs> we're going to rag on you. Yeah. Right. So the, you did you did 
enough. Right, yeah. So, you know, you're like, I can follow if this. If we're watching, I can root for somebody. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. That, I can that, be. That's fair. You know, the same way Minnesota Vikings when it came to my NFL. Yeah. You know? Are you guys, like, the same guy? <laughs> we are. <laughs> <laughs> Who's your baseball team? Uh, shoot, the Braves. Oh, yeah. no, that's where it goes that's off. That's my grandfather's team, though. That's close enough. Yeah, it was yeah. the Braves. All right, we're going to take a quick break, come up, and then uh, we'll talk about what's going on next week. All right. All right. back and we're going to finish up today uh kind of going into what we're going to talk about uh next podcast so so uh i think we're going to have uh you're going to come back next week right yeah i could be here what's going on all right i think we're going to talk a little bit about video games oh that's my wheelhouse yeah, yeah. oh but are you guys ready for another uh ajax presents anthony presents we are i think ready. so i think so <laughs> and then and in the meantime why don't you tell us a little bit about you and uh ajax and kind of what you're about uh, me, I'm Ajax. Uh, I'm Anthony. I go by Ajax. Um, I'm a, a podcaster, video game streamer, uh, just all around what I call a multimedia hustler. Um, I dabble in music production to photography to graphic design. Um, if it's digital media, I usually got my hands in it. Um, it's kind of like how I, I found John in a way. I was starting to like having to get a little dapper for a couple of things. And uh, that's how we met and grew. That's um, how I got here into this very chair today. But um, I stream mostly uh, video games. Uh, it's like my bread and butter. I do that on uh, Mixer, uh, which is a platform known by Microsoft. It's a little smaller now. But uh, if you guys are familiar with like what Twitch is, yeah. uh, Mixer is the same thing. Uh, but I'm on Twitch as well. Um, How would they find you there? What's your what's your- uh, Mixer or Mixer.com or Twitch dot dot wow words are hard <laughs> twitch.tv slash ajax rocks that's a-j-a-x-r-o-x-x um yeah, and just monday through friday usually seven to ten if not maybe a hair earlier um and you never know what you're gonna see all right awesome well uh i think we're gonna talk video games next week and can't wait yeah it's gonna be awesome so till next time we'll check you then all right gotta go now bye, bye.